The first mission of this parak discussed a case of Achisukukosai, the prohibition of marrying the sister of one's Zakuka, the sister of one's Shemaris Yovam, since there is some sort of weak bond between the Yovam and the Shemaris Yovam. Midrabonon, we view that as marriage, and therefore it's forbidden to marry the relatives of one's Zakuka. Now, the previous Mishnah brought a case where two brothers were married to two sisters, Reuven and Shimon were married to Rochel and Leah, and one of the sisters was an erva to one of the Yvomim. So let's say Rochel is Levi's daughter-in-law from a previous marriage of Rochel. So in such a case, there would be no zikah at all between Levi and Rochel because of an erva. So in a case where both Reuven and Shimon die, it would be permitted for Levi to do Yibum with Leah, since there is no Zika between Levi and Leah's sister Rachel. This mission now brings a case where not only is Rachel an erva on Levi, but Leah is an erva on Yehuda, who is another Yavam. Says Mishnah, If one of the sisters was forbidden to one of the Yavamim as an Isser Erva, Vashnia and the second sister, Asura Alzeh Isser Erva, she is forbidden on the other Yavam also as an Isser Erva. Says the Mishnah, The sister who is forbidden to one Yavam is permitted to the other Yavam. So let's say Rachel, who is an Erva to Levi, is permitted to do Yibum with Yehuda because that's the only zikah which there is for Yehuda, so it's not and the sister Rachel, who is forbidden to Yehuda, is permitted for Levi to do Yibum with her, again, since she is the only Shemais Yovam towards Levi, such that he would not be violating any prohibition of Achitzukuka. Now, these last two cases, the case we just described and the case in the previous Mishnah, the Zehi Sh'omru, that is the case which the Chachomim talked about in the previous Perek, Perek-based Mishnah Gimel, Achaisak Shehiyavimta, the sister of an Erva, who is a Shemaris Yovam with her, Oichelezus Emisabemes, can do either Chalitza or Yibum. And that's really summing up what we have seen over the past couple of Mishnayis, that there is no Zika with an Erva, which means that it will always be permitted to do Yibum with the sister of an Erva, even if both their husbands died at the same time, since only the non-Erva sister falls to him for Yibum, and there is no Zika between him and his Erva. Mishnah Dalad, the Mishnah is first going to state the rule of Achisukuka again, and then we're going to see the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, who actually argues about the entire principle of Achisukuka. Shosh Achim, if you have three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, Shnaimahem, and Sumshtayachoyos, two of them, Reuven and Shimon, are married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah, a Isha Vita, or a woman and her daughter. So let's say Reuven is married to Sora, and Shimon is married to Rivka, who is Sora's daughter, let's say. Aisho Vaspita, or a woman and her granddaughter, her daughter's daughter, Aisho Vaspana, or a woman and her son's daughter. The point is they're related, and therefore if both Ruben and Shimon die, and both women fall to Levi to perform Yibam or Chalitza, it is forbidden for him to perform Yibam with Rabbonon, since each Yavama is the relative of his Zakuka. And therefore, they should do Chalitza and not Yibum. And continues the Mishnah, Rabbi Shimon Paiter, Rabbi Shimon says, they are exempt totally and they don't even require Chalitza. Reason being that according to Rabbi Shimon, the prohibition of marrying the relative of one Zakuka is forbidden mid 
because the bond which there is between a Yovam and a Shemaris Yovam is not a weak bond, but it's considered to be on the level of a marriage. And therefore, just like it's forbidden to marry the sister of one's wife, on the same level, it's forbidden to marry the sister of one's Zakuka. Rabbi Shimon learns this out of a Posuk, which says, which although this is not the simple understanding of the Posuk, but Rabbi Shimon interprets the Posuk to mean that in the situation where two sisters become Tzorois, but not Tzorois as in co-wives, but Tzorois in that they are both Zukukois at the same time. If two sisters both have a Zika towards one man, so it is forbidden to marry any of them. Just like it's forbidden to marry the sister of one's wife, it's also forbidden to marry the sister of one's zakuka on the same level mid a And so they're actually considered to be an erva. So in a case where, let's say, Reuven and Shimon die at the exact same time, so two sisters become zakukais at the same time, and they will both be exempt, just like an erva is exempt from Yibaman Khalitsa. And continues the Mishnah, even Rabbi Shimon agrees that If one of the sisters was forbidden on the Yavam, as an Isra Erva, so then there's only one Zika towards Levi, to the, towards the Yavam. And so Osirba, he's forbidden to do Yibum with his Erva. However, Umutaba he is permitted to do Yibum with her sister. Because that's not Achrizakuka, because there is no Zika between him and his Erva. So interestingly, it comes out according to Rabbi Shimon, that if one of the sisters, one of the two Zakukais, if they are an erva towards Levi because of being a real relative, for example, let's say it's Levi's daughter-in-law, so then she'll be forbidden because of an erva, and she'll be totally exempt from Yibam Mochalitza, but the other Shemais Yavim will be obligated, and she'll able, even be able to do Yibam. However, in a case where neither of the Zakukais are actually related, and are intrinsically an erva towards Levi, so then they actually both become an erva, and they'll both be exempt from Yim and Chalitza. Alright, however, just like we have seen a couple of times already, Isra Mitzvah, Isra Kedusha, if the reason why Levi is prohibited to do Yibum with one of these Zakukais is a result of an Isra Mitzvah, an erva Midrabonon, or an Isra Kedusha, which is someone who is forbidden to marry, but not because she's a relative, but for example, a divorcee for a Kohen, so as we have seen with these women, although it's forbidden to do yibum, there is nevertheless a zika, a connection with them, and therefore chultusum ziabmois, they still do require chalitza, but it is certainly forbidden to do yibum. Now according to Rabbi Shimon, midu'oraisa, they don't even require chalitza, because on a midu'oraisa level, you now have two sisters or two relatives who are zakukais to him. However, midu'rabonon, they would require chalitza, since people might assume that anyone who has a prohibition of an isra mitzvah or isra kedusha to the yavam, even in a case where there are not sisters involved, people will think that there's no zika to even a woman with a low prohibition. They won't realize that the reason why they are exempt from Yim and Chalitza is because it's a, it's a case of sisters. They'll think the reason is because she's forbidden to marry him as a result of an Isra Mitzvah or an Isra Kedusha. And so to prevent people from thinking that, we do require them to get Chalitza. But again, that is only Midirabonon, according to Rabbi Shimon. According to the Tanakama, it would be Midiraisa, as we have seen a couple of times already. Mishnah Hey, the Mishnah is going to bring another case of Achisakuka, and this scenario involves what is known as Ma'amar. Now, Midiraisa, when a woman falls to a Yovam to perform Yibum, or Chalitza, so in order, if he chooses to do Yibum, since Yibum is really continuing the marriage of the dead husband, the dead brother, there is no need to do another Kiddushin on the woman. 
tradition is when one acquires a woman to be his wife, but in a case of Yibam, one does not require another act of Kedushin. Rather, he should have marital relations with her, and as soon as he does that, she is automatically considered to be his wife fully. However, Midrabonon, since Yibum is very much similar to marriage, Midrabonon, one is required to do another act of Kedushin, and that is known as Mamor. Now, according to most opinions, and as we're going to see in our Mishnah, according to Beis Hillel, when one does Mamor, not only is the requirement to do it Midrabonon, but also when you've done it, it's only considered valid Midrabonon. With Arisa, you're not considered to be married at all. With Yabon, we view it as if you're married already. Just as a silly mitzvah of Yibum, which is done via having marital relations. However, according to Beis Shammai, once one does Mamor with his Shemeris Yavam, with Arisa, they're already considered to be husband and wife. It's just that he hasn't yet performed the mitzvah of Yibum, which is done by having relations with her. However, by doing the act of Kedushin, the act of Ma'amar, even mid right, so that's considered to be marriage according to Beis Shammai. So begins the Mishnah. Shleisha Achim, there are three brothers. Many, many of the Mishnahis now are going to begin in the same way. Shnai Mehen Sunshtehachoyos. Two of them, Reuben and Shimon, are married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. The Echod Mufne, and one of the brothers, Levi, is free. He's not married to anybody. And then, one of the husbands of the sisters die. So let's say Reuven dies. And the unmarried brother, the Yovom, Levi, he did Mamor on Rochel, who is his Shemeris Yovom. But before managing to complete that and doing Yibum, his other brother, Shimon, died. Such that now Leah fell to Levi to do Yibum with her. So according to Beis Shammai, Beis Shammai, Beis Shammai say, Ishtoi Imoi, his wife is with him, meaning the Mamar which Levi did with Rochel, Reuven's wife, is considered to be proper marriage, such that there is no Zika at all between Leah and Levi, because Leah is considered to be Levi's wife's sister. The Halah, the other woman, Levi, uh, Leah, she goes out, she's totally exempt from Yibam and Chalitza because she is the erva, she is the sister of Shimon's wife, of Levi's wife. However, Beisil and Beisil say, Mid-Eraisa, they're not considered to be married, which means that Mid-Eraisa, both sisters, are the cookies to Levi, which means that there's now a prohibition Mid-Rabbonon of Achais So even though he already did Mamar on Rochel, it's only valid Mid-Rabbonon. And so he's not able to do Yibum with her because of the prohibition of Achis And therefore, Metzius Ishtoi beget, he must divorce his, so to speak, wife, who is only his wife, Midrabonon. He needs to divorce Rachel with a get. And then, Uva Chalitza, he needs to do Chalitza on Rachel. The Ishis Chalitza and the wife of his brother, the wife of his other brother, meaning Leah, he also needs to, to give Bachalitza. He also needs to do Chalitza with her, which basically means he needs to do the regular Halacha with an Achis Kuka, and that is to do chalitza with both of the sisters. And the get which he gives to Rochel is a Midrabonon get. Because again, the entire marriage is only valid Midrabonon. Ends off the Mishnah, Zayish Omru. This is what the Chachom said regarding this case. Woe, meaning, oh no, regarding both his wife and regarding his brother's wife. Meaning he has to divorce Rachel and he's not able to do Yibum with Leah and they both need to have Chalitza with them and they will not be able to marry Levi. 
Mishnah Vov. This Mishnah is really an elaboration of Bishil's opinion. Shloish Achim, we're going to have two very similar cases. Shloish Achim, if you have three brothers, Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Shnaim, Him, Sun, Shtayachoyais, two of them, Reuven and Shimon, are married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. The Echa Nosoy Nochris, and one of them, Levi, is married to another woman. Nochris, in this case, does not mean she's not Jewish. It means that she's not related to the other sisters. We'll call her Chana. One of the husbands of the sisters dies. So let's say Reuven dies. And Levi, who is married to the unrelated woman, Chana, he marries, he does Yibum on the wife of Reuven. Rochel, he performed Yibum, but Mason then he died. So now Rochel and Chana fall to the remaining brother Shimon for Yibum. However, Rochel is an erva to Shimon. It's Shimon's wife's sister. And therefore, Horishayna, the first woman, Rachel, Yetzim Shemachis Isha, she goes out, she's totally exempt from Yom and Chalitza because she is Shimon's wife's sister. And the second, the other woman, Chanom Shum she's exempt because of she is the Tzara of an Erva, as we learnt in great length in the first Perek. However, now this is the reason why he brought this whole case, because Osaba Mamar, if Levi had only done Mamar with Rochel, Vomais, and then he died. So since we're going according to the opinion of Beis Hillel, that the Mamar was only valid Midrabonon, so that means that on a Midoraisa level, Chana is not the Torah of an Erva. So she does require Yibim Mochalitza. However, Midrabonon, she can't receive Yibum because she's the Torah of an Erva on a Midrabonon level, and therefore, just like whenever we have a contradiction, as it were, between a Midraisa and a Midrabonon, Nochris, the unrelated woman, Chanoch, she should do Chalitza to fulfill the mitzvah Midraisa, but she cannot do Yibum because of the prohibition Midrabonon. Alright, now we've got a very, very similar case, just the opposite way around. Shlesha Achim, there are three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Shnaim, Hem, and Sunishta, Choyais, two of them are married to two sisters, Lechonosi Nochris, and one of them, Levi, is married to an unrelated woman, Chana. So far, exactly the same as the previous case. However, in this case, it's not that Ruin died, but Levi died. The first thing that happened was that Levi, who was married to the unrelated woman, he died. And the Chonas Echon one of the husbands of the sisters, let's say Ruvain, performed Yibum with Levi's wife, Chana. And then Reuven died. So Reuven's wife, Rochel, and Chana, they both fall for Yibum to Shimon. So Harishayna, the first woman, namely Rachel, Yetzim Shemachis Isha, she is totally exempt from Yimun Chalitza because she is Shimon's wife's sister. She's an Erva, Shania. And the second woman, Chanam Shem Tsarasa, she's also totally exempt because she is the Tsara of an Erva. She's the co-wife of an Erva. However, says the Mishnah, also the Mamar, if Ruvain only managed to do Mamar on Chana, Vomais, and then he died. So regarding Rochel, the law will be the same, that certainly she's totally exempt, since she is an erva towards Shimon. However, Chana, if you think about it on a Midoraisa level, she is still a Shemeres Yovam. No Yibum or has been performed with her, and so there is still a full Zikot towards Shimon, and so Nochris Chaletzas from Zavemes, she should do Chalitza to fulfill the Mitzvah Midoraisa, but she cannot do Yibum, since on a Midirabonon level, she is considered to be the Tzara of an Erva.